All right, welcome to Make Your Move. I am really excited to be here with Ron. Ron Pear has been a guest at Movara for a few years, and this week we actually have a very unique situation. We have five gentlemen that are between the ages 77 and 89 years old, and I just thought what an opportunity to be able to speak with one of them, Ron, who um, again has been here several times and and just get inside of his brain a little bit and hear some of his words of wisdom because I promise you if you saw uh, Ron today, you would not know that Ron is 80 years old and is very healthy and um, and just a lot to learn from. So um, Ron, why don't you just give a little bit of background or introduction of yourself? Oh, well, I'm a native of Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and I've lived there essentially all my life. And uh, I went to Georgia Tech and uh, have worked in engineering type uh, endeavors. And in the course of events over a number of years, I worked for McDonald's hamburgers um, when I was in my late 30s, and or early 30s rather, and uh, as a construction engineer. I got really involved in building the new buildings they were building, and they were putting in dining rooms with seating. And there's a point to this, because in the end, I decided that I really didn't want to do the corporate thing and move to Chicago. What I was really interested in was manufacturing, which, which incidentally is what won the war in World War II, mm-hmm. USA manufacturing. Mm-hmm. Not always been interested in it, and so um, I got involved uh, making chairs and tables for McDonald's. Wow. Basically, I started out with um, your Sears and Roebuck table saw, and wound up. 40 years later with 55,000 square feet of CNC machinery and all kinds of sophisticated powder coating, fiberglass, all kinds of stuff. So um, that's kind of like a real quick deal of how I got to where I am now. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, like I said, the manufacturing thing was something I wanted to do. Um, let's see. Raised I Raised a couple I, of children? Yes. I... Um, I've been married twice, and with my first wife, I have three children, and uh, they all live in Atlanta. We're all friends, even my ex-wife too. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and then my second wife, uh, Jill, we have two children, and we've been married for 43 years. Mm-hmm. I believe that's about right. I'll be in trouble if it isn't. Uh, <laughs> And that is, uh, and I started, I started, or we together started our company in getting involved in manufacturing on a very small scale to begin with, uh, making sub-assemblies and, and like making trash cans only and, and selling those and, and on and on, uh, and designing interiors, which I'd always been involved in drafting and architecture. Um, that wasn't my major, but it was something mm-hmm. I started out in. Um, doing design work. So we, we were doing the manufacturing uh, business and we had two children. Uh, we were married five years before our first and 
and that was the plan. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had, and we were running our own business. Um, for us, it was a pretty busy six-day-a-week type, seven-day-a-week endeavor. Mm-hmm. I mean, we weren't open seven days a week. Right. But sometimes we would work six, even though the normal mm-hmm. uh, eight to five or whatever, five days a week, mm-hmm. um, because there are things that the owners had to do. So we 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 were spending a lot of time at work, um, and as as a little time went by, I began to notice that that I and I'd always been kind of thin. Actually, I was when I was a kid, I was skinny, mm-hmm. and. Um, even in high school, too. And I was actually a little self-conscious about being skinny mm-hmm. uh, when you'd put on a bathing suit. You know, people worry about being overweight. Right. Um, I don't want to put on a bathing suit. I'm fat. Well, okay. I don't want to put on a bathing suit. I'm skinny. Mm-hmm. I, I felt funny. I, I remember that. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought, I really want to be in good shape. I want to be like these, some of my buddies that play football, but... They were born that way, right. and and people don't realize that. I, I really didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could probably, back then, could have worked out seven days a week and still wouldn't have any bigger muscles than I have because it's just the way I'm made, and it's right. the way everybody's different. Right. Some guys turn out to be great athletes, and some don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm one of the guys that didn't do the big athlete deal, mm-hmm. but I've done okay. Um, so I was... But I noticed that I was beginning to um, get a little, my pants were getting tight. Mm-hmm. And, um, and actually, Jill, the same thing with her, too. Me more than her. <laughs> uh, but but uh, she a little bit with her. And um, probably more than either one of us would have really wanted to admit. Sure, yeah. Um, but it was, I just said, it's just not all that great. And I'm thinking I'm getting, I'm getting a little bit heavy here. I don't like this for some reason. I just didn't and you like had, it. You had already had both of your children. Had both and the children, both yeah. Working full time. And now we're and we're getting just a tad older. Mm-hmm. And and uh, you're about forty five at the time. Yeah, okay. somewhere around forty. Yeah, it, it's best I can remember something like that. Mm-hmm. And, and we were, um, we were doing okay as far as our business and finances and mm-hmm. stuff go. Um, and we had the opportunity to have leisure time and, and vacations um, when work would allow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, we traveled, took the kids, went to Mexico. That mm-hmm. was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, skiing, snow skiing, and, and did a lot of things like that um, because we would always been active. Sure. But at that time... You know, I guess as your body gets older, you get older, and, you know, you change what you're doing. Um, you're home with kids. You're not out with all your friends. Right. Now you're married, home with kids. You begin to develop that, and if you don't look out, you'll wind up and be stuck in your house. Mm-hmm. Until happens. the kids leave, and then right. you'll really be stuck in the house. Right, right. So, um, so we, I just... Uh, I happened upon a book written by Nathan Pritikin, mm-hmm. um, and um, 
it was the name of the book was the Pritikin Way or something. I Pritikin can't even diet, remember. I think it was the the Pritikin Diet. I think. So well, Pritikin Diet. I'm not sure the word diet was in it, but hmm. something indicated that. And anybody could look up Nathan Pritikin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and anyway, they had a they had a a clinic, spa, mm-hmm. or whatever, a health facility in Santa Monica, California, mm-hmm. right on the beach. Mm-hmm. It was actually in an old hotel that had that had that had closed or mm-hmm. something so they redid it and um we went there after i read this book and my wife and i were talking about it. i said i want to go do this she said well you know we know what to do yeah we don't need to waste our time doing that and money go do that stuff uh i said yeah but we know what to do but it's pretty obvious we're not doing it right. so yeah. we're just gonna we're gonna go let's go mm-hmm. okay so we tried it well, we got there and, um, you know, get up early, eat breakfast, and go get on a treadmill or, or something. Mm-hmm. Treadmill was their primary thing because there's not any hiking going on right. in Santa Monica. Uh, there's a beach. You right. can walk on that. That's not good enough. You, they they right. needed something you could confine everybody. Yeah. So they had a, a, a pretty big regimen starting out with treadmills mm-hmm. and then all the other... Um, aerobic exercises, uh, classes of different kinds, mm-hmm. uh, and cooking classes, um, which were interesting. Um, and so we began to really learn about food there. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was a kid, like I'm older, and the government, the U.S. government said, you know, they came out with a food pyramid, everybody remembers that. Mm-hmm. Um, Eat red meat. That was the big deal. I don't know if the beef people promoted that or not. Right. But anyway, it wasn't hard to convince people to eat red meat and steak. Right. Everybody right. wants to have, you know, red meat cooked and mm-hmm. whatever. And and they, um, it seems like, you know, meat and potatoes. That's that's mm-hmm. the words that people always use. So Go together, right. Got to have some potatoes too. And if you don't have those, let's have some rice. Well, that's what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And and of course we ate other foods, but that was your your primary thing. Oh, and bread. Bread is the right. staff of life. I, that's right. from the Bible, I believe. Right. So right. they started it in the Bible. Mm-hmm. It was a bad deal <laughs> back there. I guess it was a good deal because they didn't have anything else anything to eat. Else. There wasn't right. any McDonald's. Right. No canned food. So if that's all you no had. No refrigerators. Okay. Right. Nothing. And bread usually will hold up fairly well. Mm-hmm. And and typically it's going to get eaten before it mildews. Right. So, or moles or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, bread being the staff of life and mm-hmm. potatoes and meat with a little A1 sauce sometimes right. to spice it up. Right. right on your potatoes, too. Yep. And I know the guys will know that. <laughs> yep. Nice and salty, which is another good thing. Right, right. A lot of salt. So, um, that's what we had been doing. And when we got to Pritikin, we went through the classes. Um, and it was kind of like mandatory. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turned out that it, it wasn't as boring as I thought. Um, I learned about food and what it does and I thought I knew something about it and I, I knew, I didn't know much, not nearly as much as I thought. Mm-hmm. So we determined that we need to go along with this kind of direction of eating mm-hmm. and exercise. And so really... It was a change of lifestyle for us. 
a complete change of lifestyle. Uh, and, and actually, that's people talked about it like that then, and, and, and we still say that today. Um, and I'm not into like words like change of lifestyle and right. all that kind of stuff, but right. it was a, we changed the way we were living. But it didn't mean that we quit doing everything that we used to do and everything we liked. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a regimen, but I don't like the word regimen even. But when you look at the stuff, it's common sense. So mm-hmm. let's just call it common sense because that's, that's really what, it, what you have to do is mm-hmm. common sense. Yep. Um, and the regimen part, you know, you don't have to give up everything. And, and some people get, they get hooked on things and you'll talk to people they get all carried away with health food and everything has to be organic. And, and, um, and by the way, I'm fairly healthy. Mm-hmm. I don't eat anything organic. I don't want to spend the extra money. <laughs> it isn't worth it to me. So as far as I'm concerned, and, yeah. whatever they did to the stuff to grow, whatever I'm eating, it hadn't hurt me yet. Right. And at 80, I'm doing okay. Now mm-hmm. there's organic stuff. That's fine. Um, but it may have, it may have changed a little bit from when you started getting it to now how kids are getting it now, and that might catch up to our kids. Well, it may do. It, yeah. you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Actually, when I was a kid, there was canned food. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was it. Uh, yeah, that's all anybody had, and sometimes there would be some fresh vegetables. Mm-hmm. Depends on where you live, right. but now transportation such you can get fresh right. food most anywhere. Fairly reasonably. Sure. So you had a little bit of a a perspective change when you went for your your first experience opening up your mind to a different way of eating. Yes. Totally. Because, but it was led by the fact that, that, um, you know, my underwear was getting tight. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I need to do something about this. Mm -hmm. And I'd already changed underwear size once. And I said, (laughs) okay, that's fine. That's enough. Now I'm not skinny anymore. Right. And I thought, yeah, but the next step is going to be what I don't want to be. I got to do something. And so that's how, why we started it. And Mm -hmm. so we changed what we eat. Mm -hmm. And um, to some extent, the quantities that we eat. Now, if somebody is just starved and you're you're a big eater, and sometimes I am or have been mm-hmm. and can be, uh, then instead of one handful of green beans, I'll cook two and a half handfuls and say, okay, eat all of those you want. Mm-hmm. And if you that's not enough, we'll get out a pound more and you mm-hmm. can eat that. Mm-hmm. You do that, you're not going to get, you, you won't be fat. You won't be, yeah. No, no. Yeah. And, and so... That's what I decided to go for, is to try to go for those things rather than try to fill up on mashed potatoes and gravy. Right. So from 45 to now 80 and very healthy at 80, you have been continuing. So how long did you stay at Pritikin? Did you say two weeks in? Do you remember? Yes, the first time was was two weeks. And we went back there uh, every year. Mm Mm-hmm. For a few years, mm-hmm. um, I don't remember how many, and maybe we might miss a year, and then and then and then go the next year for for certainly a week. Mm-hmm. And we looked at it 
as a vacation. Um, and actually, well, it, it, in Santa Monica on the ocean, I, you know, that's a vacation, I guess, mm-hmm. if, you know, if you want to be on the beach. But mm-hmm. in the meantime, I had taken up rollerblading mm-hmm. at pretty late age because my kids wanted to do rollerblading, and I thought rollerblading was stupid because <laughs> I, I skated on steel wheels, mm-hmm. um, you know, four on each foot. And actually, I learned I was a pretty good skater. But then I did have the one, wooden wheels like you do in the roller rink. Right. But I started out on the street with the other kind of things. And um, so my kids wanted to do um, rollerblading because that was, that was the big deal then. And I thought it was dangerous. And, that, you know, I thought, well, I'm going to go find out. Let me, let me I want to go. So I went and um, found it. It was fun. And I caught right back, I caught on right away. Hmm. Um, you certainly have to be careful with your protective gear on rollerblading. Yeah. I would say it's a side yeah. note. Anybody, yeah. anybody can do it that wants to, though. There's right. it. You shouldn't hold back. I don't care. Um, How young you? Yeah, are. you just need to go ahead and do it. But you need to always get instruction. Yeah. Some kind of guidance. So you went there for several years, um, and then you've been. So I know you came to. Um, Movara in 2007 when we were Fitness Ridge mm-hmm. and have been coming back ever since mm-hmm. at least yearly and oftentimes twice a year and it's really like I said this week we have five men who are 77 and our oldest is 89 he's got you by a few years but I couldn't believe I thought wow this is such an opportunity to see these men who have been coming for several years how has that played a role in in your life? Um, mm, to, it's been a, um, I don't know. It's like, it seems like something you're supposed to do or so, it's something you want to do. Mm-hmm. It's coming here is, is still a vacation because mm-hmm. I can play golf, mm-hmm. uh, miss some classes and go play golf and, mm-hmm. and, um, that doesn't hurt anything. Golf's exercise. Yeah. Um, so so coming here is is like getting away from whatever your normal daily routine is. Mm-hmm. That's really all it is. Mm-hmm. Staying here, staying in, in this place overnight, not in some motel downtown and drive out here, staying here, mm-hmm. being right here on site and, and uh, uh, kind of being immersed or being in, all in to what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, like, but I don't necessarily go to many lectures. I've been here so much. Mm-hmm. I, I might be able to lecture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I probably would say stuff y'all wouldn't want me to. <laughs> but we'll put you on tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But but so you'd come here and and uh, it's a vacation. Yeah. It's at the same time. Um, let's just say that it's never going to hurt your health at all to come here. Right. There's no way it's going to hurt your health. Right. Um, and there's every opportunity that it might help your health a little right. bit. And as you get older, your health becomes more important. It doesn't mean anything when you're young. Right. Um, and it didn't mean anything when I was 30 or 40 or even 50 hmm. and even 60. Mm-hmm. And 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 it began. Oh yeah, but you know nobody's going to be eighty years old. Um, well, I'm eighty years old, mm-hmm. and um, and health now and before now mm-hmm. is important. And uh, I think health 
revolves around uh, genetics maybe, mm -hmm. but that's a whole nother discussion and you can't do anything about genetics. Right. But it revolves around activity and uh, what you eat, yeah. plain and simple. It's just yeah. those two things only, right? Right. And so if you, if you do the right thing, if you get some professional instruction in shooting a gun, flying an airplane, mm -hmm. rollerblading, mm -hmm. or eating, mm -hmm. <clears throat> eating, right. get some instruction in eating, right. um, then you come here mm -hmm. and you get instruction, professional instruction in a in a part of life, mm -hmm. um, a necessary part of life, and um, you learn to do things that you don't think you can do. Yeah, I love that. I'm so tickled by so many people that come out here, oh my God, I can't do that, it's so steep. I'm going, mm -hmm. good Lord. <laughs> and and then the people go and, and, um, and oh, the, the people here always make allowances. They don't make anybody, they don't scare anybody. Right. But people get pushed a little bit. Ah, come on, let's just look, you know. Mm -hmm. And then next thing you know, these people are all bragging about what they've just done. Oh, I was up on this cliff, you know. Well, that's no big deal. Right. You, everybody can be on a cliff. I mean, you're going over the edge and you're right there. You know, maybe you don't go when it's raining and thundering and lightning and the wind's blowing 80 miles an hour. Right. No, but you're going up there and you want to see, go take a look. Yeah. Don't be afraid to go. If you're not sure, get somebody to go with you that's been. Yep. Well, that's what the people at Movar are doing. They've been, they've been here. Right. So it's fun to see people accomplish a lot more than they that's thought right. they could do. That's right. You can do a lot more than you think you can. So I've just made a list here while we've while we've been chatting, and there's been some fun. I, I asked Ron, okay, if you could leave some takeaway messages, because I certainly have um, enjoyed our conversation and have really tried to say, okay, what are some things that I can learn? Um, and there's a few things. One that we've talked about, well, or that I've 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 noticed that um, that it's never too late. Um, don't worry so much about and being too too rigid. That's right. right. Not not. I mean, if you have to have a diet coke, and you can do everything else, then I think the people are not going to give you a hard time about drinking a diet coke. Right. <laughs> Even though maybe you shouldn't, I would say maybe try one without caffeine if you can. Right. Right. But um, but yeah, you can do it. Well, and one thing you mentioned earlier was um, how important it was to, and it's okay to do those things as long as you continue just getting back on track. Yes. Um, so if you could say any any other things um, um, that you could share with somebody that may have never, has never been here um, and is wondering if it's something that they could do or any anything that somebody at home that could make a change even just at home without even coming, um, what are some, some advice or suggestions that you, you would give? Well, I think that everybody should probably um, get up and take a walk. Mm -hmm. um, you don't have to go just a couple hundred yards. Mm -hmm. Walk down the street. Um, walk down and up the steps. Um, and, and you know and, and try to do that once a day, whatever it is. Uh, or get in your car and go somewhere, 
that you can take a walk that there's more to see. And it doesn't have to be like, oh, I walked 15 miles today. You don't do that stuff. Mm-mm. You can walk a half a mile, and that's great. Mm-hmm. And just next thing you know, you know, and keep your mind open, you might might be able to walk a little further. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it's fun to be able to boast to people what you've done. Right. You can be proud of it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the, one of the main things. And then as far as coming coming to a place like this, um, you think you're going to come to some uh, place that, that's, that's, you know, everybody is just tremendously obese and, and, and you're not. And, and just horrible uh, rules. It's a, uh, people with a you know with a bullwhip and really a boot camp, but this is a boot camp, but not like a real boot camp. Mm-hmm. Just that the, here, they they've got your meals planned. Mm-hmm. You're not going to go hungry. Mm-hmm. I, I've never been hungry. There's snacks you can get if you need something, mm-hmm. and uh, you got people you can ask questions. Why? Mm-hmm. Why do we eat this? Why am I doing that? And so. Coming here is nothing to be afraid of, and the people are friendly, and all of the guests are friendly, uh, and and uh, and uh, just a, a group of people, or two or three groups of people within the big group, mm-hmm. uh, and you'll find people here that you have common interest with. Yeah. So after 35 years of coming and doing something similar to this, um, you keep coming back. So obviously there's something good that keeps you coming back. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, you know, it's just, it's, it's something, you know, why do you go to the football game? Well, mm-hmm. it's the same kind of thing. It's because you want to. Mm-hmm. And I want to come here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's um, it's something I want to do. Um, however, it might be more fun to go lay on the beach. <laughs> and, and, um, and, and you can do that too. But mm-hmm. in order to lay on the beach properly and to feel good about it, <laughs> right. you need to come here. Right. So that maybe you will live longer and be in better shape. That's yeah. the main thing. So you won't be... Um, uh, so you'll still be able to walk, right? And you'll be able to uh, get that. about. You'll be able to get yeah. about longer, yeah. And and in and in better shape, yeah. better style, sure. and feel better, and enjoy life. And it's fun to see Ron take off for the afternoon and go golfing at, at the age of eighty to be able to do what he loves and enjoy it. And I think that that's really again one of the take home messages is do it because you want to, do it because you feel good, and. Um, I just love I it's very inspirational to see these men here this week. It's been it's been a treat to ha- have them and have you and your wife over the years. We really are inspired by by um your example. So any oh. any last words or comments or thoughts? No, I've I think I've I've really said about everything I can say. I I'm just um in the way I would say it is not always just so socially acceptable, but I just get off your ass and come to a place like this. I love it. Plain yeah. and simple. Plain and simple. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Said it. You heard it from Ron. So thanks, Ron. <laughs> <laughs>